You definitely don't need mushrooms in order to do this. It's just something, it's like a supplement, but just know you can follow the same exact protocol without mushrooms. Hi guys, welcome back to Synced Up. I'm your host, Sabrina, and we're just gonna get right into it. So today I'm going to be discussing some controversial topics that all begin with M, microdosing, manifesting, and men. Men just being men. Mercury in retrograde, everything weirdly has an M. So I also need to give a disclaimer that I'm not a doctor. This podcast is for informational use only, and I do not encourage any illegal activities. And if you want to do any of this, I would discuss with your doctor because I'm not a doctor. Now that that's out of the way, let's get into the good stuff. I wanted to first start, start off with microdosing. It's something that I have put into my spiritual practice. I've noticed some really incredible healing benefits from it. So I want to give a little story um, from a few months ago when I did my first intentional microdose. So me being me, wanting to always try everything, trying to better myself, you know how it be. This was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. So I tailored it a bit to myself, but I'm going to just tell you exactly what I did and what I noticed. I did it in the morning and I wanted to make sure that I was going into this microdose very intentional and with a high vibration. So I started and I knew that I was going to be doing this. I, I thought about it for a couple weeks and I, I did my research on it. I felt really comfortable going into it. And I recommend that if you're going to do anything like this, to do your research first, because the more you know, literally the more you know, the more confident you feel in it. And this is such a random example, but I have a fear of flying. But the more that I learned about planes and how they operate and everything that goes into flying, the more safe I feel because the more I know. So just take that as you will. So I started off my morning, I did my regular routine, and then I started journaling and I did gratitude journaling, which is a practice that I recommend to anyone, whether you're going to be microdosing or not, because when you get into the state of gratitude, you are raising your vibration. When you're vibrating at a level of love or gratitude or peace or harmony, you are vibrating at a higher vibration, which makes you a match for things that have a like vibration. So for instance, when people want to manifest money or wealth or success, those are all like money has a vibration as well. Money's very high vibrational. Wealth is high vibrational. If you are not operating at a high vibration, you can't expect to attract things that are at a high vibration because you're not a vibrational match. It's actually one of the laws of the universe. You've heard of law of attraction. This is the law of vibration. It's in physics. But I always thought that that was really interesting, like raising your vibration so that you can be a vibrational match for what you want to attract. And one of the ways to raise your vibration, get into a state of gratitude. And how do you get into a state of gratitude? Everyone has a different way of doing that. But I think one of the quickest ways to really get into that energy is to reflect on all the areas in your life that you are grateful and it can change day to day but I like to think of things that really I, I feel it like in my chest I feel the gratitude and for me that's usually reflecting on my family and my friends and 
the my health, like the fact that I can work out and the freedom that that gives me. And then you can get into the little things like the sheets on your bed, the water that comes out of your shower, like literally anything and just go on a rampage of appreciation and gratitude. And that will set you up to go into this microdose in a high vibrational state, ready to just feel feel all the good shit, you know? But of course, with an intentional microdose, you're doing it for a reason. Well, for me, I was doing it to really let go of narratives that I have in my head, limiting beliefs that I have about myself or my life, patterns, habits, characteristics that I'm not proud of that that I have. So I thought of it as a way to really get honest with myself, get clear on what it is that I want to eliminate from my life, and then use the energy of the microdose to feel it and then let it go. So step one, I journaled to raise my vibration so that I'm not going into a microdose, like feeling anxious and and depressed. (laughs) Then I took it. So I, I use chocolate. It's a very like low dosage, but I, that's what works for me. So I took a little bit of the chocolate and it takes like 30 minutes to an hour to activate. So in that time that I've now done my gratitude journaling, raised my vibration, taken the chocolate. Now I went into a meditation and I think you can go a, a few different ways with the meditation. I would find for me, I, I like to do guided meditations. So I did a meditation that also focused on appreciation. And then I did a meditation on, I did a light meditation. So I envisioned white healing light going through my entire body. This is also one of the most powerful meditations, techniques that you can use to make yourself so magnetic and so attractive to everyone and everything around you. Ever since I've started doing these light meditations, I swear when I start going places now, people perceive me differently. People just respond to me differently because these meditations literally change your energy. And if you haven't tried it, like the only thing that I can say is try it for yourself for a week and see what happens. Because now that I've started doing that, I'll never go back. I'll never not do it because I know that the impact that it has on me and the people experiences and opportunities that I'm now able to attract, it's, it's insane. It literally changes your energy. So I do, and you can find so many, there's so many resources on YouTube. I use Gabby Bernstein's meditations and I pay for her subscription because it allows me access to all of her meditations. And for me, it's an investment in myself. So I'm willing to pay that, but there are incredible, really great resources on YouTube and just on the internet. Find something that that works for you. After I do the meditation, I'm in a calm space and then I get my journal out again. And now is when I start to do the work and I start to answer these journal prompts that I've given myself or that you can find online. But what I really wanted to focus on was I got very clear on the limiting beliefs that I know that I have. And everyone has core wounds. Everyone has limiting beliefs, narratives that we tell ourselves, which hold us back and keep us stuck and keep us small and block us from manifesting or attracting whatever it is that we want to call in. Or it blocks us from leveling up to 
the next stage in our life. So it's really crucial in this step to be radically honest with yourself, which is way more difficult than it seems. It's difficult to be honest with yourself about areas where you're not really showing up. So my, my advice would be as difficult as it is to see yourself in not the best light or in an area that you're not necessarily proud of, you're, you're only holding yourself back by, by not being honest with yourself. The first step to clearing any type of block is to be aware of what, of what it is. And then you'll notice once it starts to, once it starts to come up. And the, the more you notice how much you have this thought loop on repeat, the more you're like, oh fuck, like I need to get rid of this shit immediately because all it's doing is, is it's holding you back. So I got very, very clear on what it is that I want to let go of or rewrite. Because all of these beliefs, there's an opposite of it that is also true. Personally, I have a lot of things that I want to work on and let go of. And it would maybe be a little bit overwhelming if I tried to do all of that in one sitting. So I would say focus on an area that you know that you want to heal. And then the next time you do it, then you do another area. Take it small. This is a journey. This is a marathon, not a sprint. You know what I mean? And then I just started journaling about it. Start getting curious with yourself. Start asking why. Why do you have this belief about yourself? What was the earliest memory that you remember where you started having this thought about yourself? When did it begin? And start journaling about that. How are you feeling in that moment? Imagine the person that you want to be. Who do you want to be? Or someone that you really admire? What are their characteristics? Just get into the energy of, of your highest self or someone who you truly admire so much. And then with that perspective, that lens, I want you to go back to this initial situation that was really hurtful or really triggering for you and take care of that little version of you. Give yourself the advice or the comfort or the love or the acknowledgement that you would have needed in that moment. Tell yourself and give yourself whatever it is that you would have needed in that moment from this higher self energy. So that's going to be extremely healing. And one of the things that I noticed with this intentional microdose was it just brought up, it felt like, like from my stomach, it felt like it was bringing up all of these suppressed emotions and stuck energy, negative energy and trauma and just sadness that I was holding in my body. It felt like it was taking it all up through my throat, my throat chakra. And it felt like it was coming up to the surface, which allowed me to address it and to feel it and then to heal it by just letting it go. And I noticed, so when I was journaling about all of this and recounting, okay, what happened in my childhood that that caused me to feel this way, that caused me to have these limiting beliefs about myself or these negative stories, after a while, that shit starts to build up in you and it's going to manifest in a number of ways, but your body communicates with you. And so that's very important to remember. But yeah, so when I was journaling about this, all of a sudden it felt like this huge wave of emotion came over me and I just 
bursted out crying and I was writing and journaling and crying and sobbing and just like being with myself and being with these huge emotions and feelings that I literally had never let myself experience because I was, I guess, too afraid to experience big emotions. But I just felt it all. And I and it felt safe. I was in my own space. It felt safe for me to just let it out. It felt like a major release of just all this old shit that I was holding onto that was not serving me at all. And it was really just holding me back. All of this energy was taking up space in my body, in my mind. Our mind is our most valuable real estate. And if you're going to keep it filled with just negativity and resentment and anger, then you're taking up the most valuable real estate with just shit. It's just wild. So I just let go of all that shit. And then and then I wanted to end it on a positive note. So after I felt it all, I acknowledge one of the biggest things is just acknowledging it all. You want to replace each of the negative beliefs, thoughts, patterns, narratives, and you want to rewrite it. So for each belief or thing that you wanted to let go of, you're going to next to it, write the new empowering confident belief. And if it feels like almost imposter syndrome of, well, this isn't who I am, or I can't see myself getting there. First of all, have so much compassion for yourself. Be fucking proud of yourself that you're even willing to face these negative fears and do the work on yourself because a lot of people won't fucking do it. So be proud of yourself for showing up because that is an incredible first step. So If it's difficult for you to create a new belief because you're like, this is just so not who I am, I want you to envision who you are in six months, 12 months, five years, whatever is most realistic to you. And also, again, think about the person who you admire or people who you admire. What does this future version of you look like, talk like, act like? How do they handle adversity? How do they handle compliments? How do they handle accomplishments? How do they handle the shit that comes into their life? What are their character traits? How do they speak? How do they behave? How do they think? What are their habits? Get so clear. It's like you're creating a new avatar. Every single trait of the person who you want to be or the person who you admire, get it down on paper and get so clear on it. And that is who you're going to start practicing showing up as. And then I want you to express gratitude for yourself. And I want you to now build and hype yourself the fuck up. Okay? So let's just recap really quick. First, you're going to do the gratitude journaling. Then you're going to meditate. And then you're going to get clear on what you want to release and let go of. And now... You're going to express gratitude for yourself and write down every single thing that you bring to the table. All your positive traits, all the value that you bring, everything that you know that you're good at, everything that you love about yourself, get it down on paper. I want at least 30 things, if not more. And this can be physical, this can be mental, this can be emotional. I want every single thing down on this. Are you compassionate? Are you a leader? Are you loving? Are you nurturing? Are you hardworking? Are you disciplined? Do you have great style? Do you like your aesthetic? What do you love about yourself? And what do you bring to the table? Get it on paper. 
And then I, and I want this to be a separate piece of paper because you're going to reference it back again. So once you start to build yourself up, you're feeling grateful. And also with microdosing, it opens your heart. It is a heart opening psychedelic. So when you're in this heart open space, I want you to focus on the energy in your heart and then focus on all the areas in your life that you're grateful for, that you love, that you appreciate, including yourself. And I want you to just meditate on that. So journal about it and then meditate it and then feel it in your body. Get really familiar with the feeling that and the thoughts that it's evoking and you're going to memorize this feeling. And the more that you memorize this feeling, and you're going to write this all down so that you can come back to it, you're going to practice feeling this every single day. Try it for 21 days. Just try. Remembering and recognizing this feeling, your body is going to start picking up on it and memorizing it. And when your body and your heart and your mind are all in cohesive union, that is when you become magnetic. And that is when you start to manifest and attract and synchronicities start to appear. And you're like, wow, I can't believe that the world is literally magic. And that's what it feels like. You're you're almost in awe of the universe because of all the incredible synchronicities and guidance that you're receiving and this high vibrational amazing, loving, joyful experience that you're creating that's all literally within you. So that's like the other amazing realization is like all of this is already within you. All the feelings that you want to have are within you. When we want to manifest something, we really just want to man we want to manifest it because we want to manifest how we think it's going to make us feel. But when we realize that and this is conceptually it's so much easier to understand but it takes practice that whatever you want to feel is already within yourself if you want to feel love and you feel like you don't have it think about all the times that your friends have shown up for you that your family has shown up for you that a stranger on the street has just made you feel so connected to something bigger than yourself think about that and memorize that feeling but this spiritual i'm sorry intentional microdose gives you that opportunity to feel that heart openness and to take it all in and make your heart a magnet because your heart has one of the most powerful energies when you are manifesting from your heart and living out of your heart. Your energy becomes 10 times more powerful. So when you start to memorize that feeling of the heart openness, the gratitude, the love that you are experiencing in this microdose because you've now expelled the negative the negative thought patterns, you've filled yourself with white healing light, you've primed your body, and now you have these new beliefs that you're going to start practicing. Also, I just want to say like, be easy on yourself if you catch yourself going into the negative thought loops. Like I'm not saying you're never going to... F- have those thoughts again because it's natural. We all do. But at least now you'll have the awareness of it and you'll have the choice to either continue going down that thought loop. And listen, this is all free will. If you want to continue having these negative thought patterns, be my fucking guest. But if you want to now see it as an opportunity to shift and make a new choice, when you hear these negative thoughts, just be like, oh, you know what? I'm having that thought again. It's okay. What's my new thought? And then you have it in your journal, 
in your notebook, write it down in your notes, make it your screensaver. And you're going to literally say, okay, control alt delete in your brain and have this new thought pattern running. And that is how you reprogram your subconscious mind. Mic drop, bitch. I swear to God, if you start doing this, you are going to be magnetic and so attractive to anything that you desire. And the quality of your life is just going to be better because you're filling yourself up with empowerment and confidence and love. So yeah. Also, I want to add that once you do all of this, this might take like a couple hours, I would go outside, I would go to the park, I would go somewhere where you can be in nature and just shake off your body. Like either go for a run, a walk, stretch, yoga, anything to just shake off your body because you just put your body under a form of stress. Stress has an entire life cycle and you don't want to just end it at the point of stress. You want to release it and shake it and let it go. And that will complete the cycle. You can also do this without microdosing. I just... I always want to experiment with something that could potentially help me better myself. And I feel like it definitely had incredible benefits. But even before I did this microdose, I was doing this type of work to begin with. I noticed incredible shifts and changes. So you definitely don't need mushrooms in order to do this. It's just something, it's like a supplement. It's just something that could make it even stronger if that's what you feel called to. But just know you can follow the same exact protocol without mushrooms. This is also a really great segue into manifesting and a whole discussion on how to get into that. With manifesting, it's basically bringing something to fruition. So in order to manifest, you have to get clear on what you want to manifest. And the way you do that, I like to do pen and paper and have at the top, I am calling in blank. You want to get super clear on exactly what you want. Say you want to call in a partner. What are the characteristics and qualities of this partner that you want? How do you want to feel in the relationship? So get really clear on what you want and how you want to feel. And you're going to want to list out your non-negotiables because when we start to create a list, we're literally communicating to the universe, this is what I want. And the universe works fast. So you're going to be tested. And tests can come in the form of triggers or opportunities. Both are tests. And what I mean by that is the universe is going to test you to see if you are in worthy alignment with what you want to call in. And being in worthy alignment means that you subconsciously feel worthy of whatever it is that you want to come in. So this goes back to the whole microdosing thing with having these limiting beliefs about ourselves or these narratives about ourselves. So say you want to call in a new job, but subconsciously you believe that you're not worthy of it because you're just not good enough. You're not hardworking enough. Like no one ever notices you. You're never seen. You're never heard. Whatever. The universe is then going to start testing you in your current job. So say you're speaking to a coworker and they're speaking down to you or your boss is kind of belittling you. This is a test because it's triggering one of your core wounds, one of your limiting beliefs of I don't deserve to be heard or I don't deserve to be seen. So the way that you pass these tests is you do the thing that, that you're scared of the most which in this case might be standing up for yourself or speaking up for yourself, aka allowing yourself to be seen and heard. So 
tests are actually a blessing in disguise because although they feel uncomfortable, the universe will only test you when you're getting closer to a manifestation because it's being like, okay, I'm going to put you in this situation. Are you going to step up to the plate and show through your actions that you're worthy of whatever it is that you want to call in? Because usually when you're manifesting something new or something better, you're up leveling. Going back to the law of vibration, you can only attract things that you are in vibrational alignment with. If you want to attract a better job that's on this level, but you're still filling yourself with these low vibrational thoughts and beliefs about yourself, you're never going to be able to up level to that job because you're not in vibrational alignment. And this is not to say like, oh, just think positive and think I'm the best or this and that. No, because we that's not your subconscious belief. If you don't get to the core root and the core wound of why you don't feel like you're worthy and heal that and let it go, you're going to have a really, really hard time up-leveling to the next level, which is why this work is not fucking easy because you have to get really honest with yourself and uncover whatever it is that you've been suppressing or denying. So you're going to get really clear on what you want. And then the universe is going to start testing you. So I would keep track of all the ways that you're being tested. So say you're calling in a new partner and you have all these qualities like loyal, trustworthy, communicative, adventurous, creative. Everything that you write down about the partner, are you everything on that list? Would you date you? Because that's something that you need to start thinking about too. If you want to attract this amazing partner, are you someone that this amazing partner would want to be with? And if not, then how are you going to get there? And then of course, on the way, you're going to be tested with people who have everything on the list, but then they're not communicative or they just don't show up for you in the way that you need. Are you going to settle for it out of fear that something better isn't going to come? Because if you settle for it, if you settle for the test that the universe is going to send you to see, okay, are you worthy of this partnership that you really want? If you settle for someone who's everything on the list except for they can't communicate and they don't make you a priority or they treat you like shit or belittle you, then you're settling and you're communicating to the universe, I don't feel worthy of something better coming in. I don't feel worthy of this amazing partner coming in or I don't trust the universe to bring that in. And so these tests are what strengthens your trust muscle in the universe, which is a really important factor and manifesting. You need a fucking trust that the universe is going to bring everything that you need in divine timing and it's going to reflect back to you exactly where you need to heal. Tests are honestly blessings in disguise because they trigger, they trigger these core wounds in you and it reflects back to you the areas that you still need to heal. So if you can start to approach tests or these opportunities or these triggers as a GPS to where you still need healing, you are going to master this and you're going to start fast tracking your manifestations and become so much more magnetic because you're now looking at it as from a point of, okay, I actually still need to heal this. Let me work on this so that I can show up better in every other area and I can say no to this test create space, and then create magnetism for something even better to come in. Saying no is one of the most magnetic things that you can do because you're communicating through your actions. You're showing the universe, I'm not settling for this. I'm not playing small. I'm not accepting something that isn't what I 100% want. 
because I know that I'm worth more and I know that I'm valued at more. And then when you do say no, you create space and you create so much magnetism because when you're at a place of high self-worth and taking action from a place of high self-worth, that is what the universe wants. That's why we're being tested. That's why we, that's literally life is to get back to our most authentic high self-worth selves. We're giving these tests as opportunities to get on track with that and to continue getting better, getting stronger and living our best lives from that place and from that energy. Know that you will be tested, but you can also see it as an opportunity to really fast track your growth and fast track your manifestations. Another key part for manifesting is to find expanders. So I've learned this all on the expanded podcast. It's an amazing resource, but expanders are people who have been in your position and have then gone on to do what you want to do. So say you want to quit your nine to five and start an art business. Your expander would be someone who was working in a nine to five and then quit their job to create their own business. And then you'll start noticing that the universe will give you expanders to expand you so that your subconscious can see to believe like this is possible for me. In dating, when you're, you know, seeing a new guy and this is a total up level from the guy before who was like treating you like shit, super toxic relationship, whatever. So then you manifest a new guy. And even if it's not your person, he's still expanding you and showing you like, say he he's an amazing guy. You just don't have a physical connection, but he makes your priority. He's, he makes you feel safe. He makes you feel seen. He makes plans like it's so easy, but just there's something missing. He's expanding you in all of these other areas to show you what it feels like and that it's possible to have that type of experience. So expanders are really important as well for showing your subconscious that it's possible for you. Last but not least, you need to take aligned action. I feel like there's this huge misconception with manifesting that you just write it down and it comes to you. That's part of it because you want to get clear on exactly what you want so that when something comes in, you can cross-check your your list and say, okay, well, it has this and this, but it doesn't have this, so it's not my manifestation. Taking aligned action means that you are doing things from a place of high self-worth and high value and in the direction that you want to go. And it can be small. It can be just saying no to something that you don't want to do or expressing an opinion when in the past you would have felt too nervous. Like doing something that scares you, but that is in the direction of where you want to go. So take aligned action. You really need to trust that the universe is going to take care of the rest. And this is where the spirituality comes in. But I swear my spiritual practice has been one of the greatest blessings that I've been given because my faith in the universe is so strong that when adversity does come my way or I feel so stuck or I feel so low... I just have to trust that as long as I continue taking the aligned action and as long as I continue to take action from a place of high self-worth and value and I'm doing a little bit each day to, to go that way, the universe will meet me and take care of the rest. And you have to go through these tests and triggers and opportunities and even great things to really build that trust muscle because that's exactly what it is. It's a muscle and the more you practice it, through surrendering to the outcome and letting go of what you think you need or what you think is the right thing to do and trusting that the universe has a better plan for you in these little moments or big moments, 
You need to build that muscle and start trusting it. And I swear you will start to experience magic. So now to just tie everything together, we're going to get into men and how it relates to manifesting and how I put all of these things into practice. I finally decided to end things with a guy that I was seeing. And it was difficult for me. It was really difficult for me because obviously I like seeing him, but I know that it wasn't good for me. And I know that he was a test the entire time I knew he was a test. And did it take me months to finally end things and let it go? Yeah, but clearly I still had shit to work on. And he was actually a mirror for me. He was mirroring and triggering things that I was insecure about and things that I needed to work on. So again, triggers and tests, whatever form they come in, are blessings in disguise because they are literally a GPS for where you still need to heal. So finally, I think I did the healing and I was like, all right, I know exactly what I need to do. I need to let him go, even though he's a sense of safety and security. I know what I'm getting myself into, but it's just not right for me. It's not aligned for me. And it's actually keeping me small and blocking me from manifesting something better. So I'm just going to call him Buzz Lightyear because he has like really light features. So we're calling him Buzz. So three hours after I end things with Buzz, this guy who I was honestly in love with, not actually, but like I really liked him. Um, and then he ghosted me. He texted me three hours after. Obviously, this is a test. The universe is literally being like, oh, this is so great. You stepped into your worth and you let go of a guy who's not treating you right or giving you what you want. Let's see. Are you still going to fall for the same shit? Are you, are you really in your worth? So he texts me. I'm literally in shock because I know exactly what it is. Like at this point, I've gone through so many tests and I've looked at them through this lens of like, I'm being tested to up level that I knew exactly what it was, but I was still in shock. I was like, oh my God, I don't even know how to answer. Like, do I, do I even answer? Like, what's the protocol? What's the move here? So I just, I didn't say anything. I didn't know what to say. And then I replied like a day later, cause he said that he had listened to the podcast and I was just like, oh, thanks. So that happens whatever. And the following days, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to let this go. I'm not going to be focused on boys. I'm focusing on myself. I'm focusing on my career, my future, focusing on me and my friends and my family. Then weird shit starts happening with all of Buzz's friends. Each day, something related to his friends starts happening. Like one of his friends followed me on Instagram. Another one of his friends replied to my story. And so I'm like, is he telling them to engage with me on social media, like what is going on. So a few days later, I'm on my way to my friend's house. I just get out of the subway. And as I'm about to start walking up, this guy that I used to date literally walks directly in front of me. And I was like, oh my God. So I just started, I yelled his name. I was like, hi. And this was one of the guys, when I was seeing him, I was trying to be really intentional, like with my communication. And I kind of stopped doing that because I was just like, fuck it, I want to have fun. But I had texted him like an anti-ghost text. I was like, hey, listen, I think you're great, but I don't think we're on the same, the same wavelength. I wish you the best. And then since then, I 
like weird shit has happened between us where I like ran into him on my birthday and it was just super random. I, I mean, I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, that's fucking weird. The next day he invites me to a party. I don't go. Oh my God, I forgot. In the middle of all this, a guy, a different guy that I had been, okay, I need like names for these guys. So we have Buzz Lightyear, the guy who goes to me, we'll call him Casper. And then the guy who I sent the anti-ghost text to, we'll call him Cameraman because he works in art. The next day, this other guy, we're gonna call him Finance Bruv because he works at a hedge fund and he's from London. So I had gone on a couple dates with him and this was my mistake. I, and it, he was, he's amazing. He's such a sweetie. He's such a genuine guy. Um, but we smoked and the weed was really strong and I got too high and started getting scared. So, and I literally told him that I was like, are you, I asked him, I was like, are you going to kill me? And I mean, he's still like, it was so fucking weird on my part. And I apologize to him. But then after that, I was just like, I need to stop dating. Like I need to stop going out with guys, which is why I would just like to hang out with Buzz because we're friends and it was just easy and whatever. It just, it just wasn't a good situation. Anyway, finance bruv, he's messaging me and we're kind of talking again. He asks me out. He's like, do you want to go out and get lunch this weekend? So I was like, sure, let's, let's do it. Like I'm down. So I go out to lunch with him. It's, it's nice. Like, it's fine. I just, I don't know. I'm just going to kind of let that be. But after I hang out with him, I meet up with Ariana and her friend Caroline and I meet them at this bar. So we go, but then right as I get there, they're like, we want to go somewhere else with a better vibe. So then we go to this bar that's around the corner, not the vibe. We go to this other bar, not the vibe. Finally, we're like, okay, let's just go to this bar across the street. That's usually fine. We go. As we're about to walk in, all of these guys start coming out. And I'm like, wait, these are all of Buzz's friends. I see every single one of his friends as we're about to walk in. Quick intermission. I was thinking about the podcast because I was editing it, editing it whatever i was working on it this afternoon i just want to say hey boys if you're listening to this i see you i see you lurking and listening anyway back to the podcast we're like all friends they're great guys so we talk to them we say hi whatever it was just the weirdest stream of events in maybe four days this was all in the span of four days five days i don't even know how this was all happening, but ended things with, with Buzz. Then all of his friends start engaging with me on social media. And then Casper reaches out to me. On top of all this, now he's like replying to my stories, texting me, whatever, running into cameraman, getting asked out by finance bruv, and then running into all of Buzz's friends after lunch with finance bruv. Like, what, what is going on? And then on top of this, Mercury is in retrograde. But I kind of wanted to just say this to show you guys, like, how the universe really will test you and bring people into your life or situations to shake you and be like, how are you going to show up? Are you going to show up as your highest self? And if you are, prove it. Because I've been doing the work. I've been focusing on myself, 
healing myself. And now I feel like it's really time for me because conceptually it's easy when things are going well to be like, yeah, love yourself, like high self-worth, confident, blah, blah, blah. But when you're actually faced with situations that really test your self, your sense of self-worth and how you're going to show up in the world, that'll get you. That'll fucking get you. But grounding myself in the vision that I have for myself, where I want to go, who I want to be, that is honestly what is getting me through all this shit and helping me navigate it from that place. Because in the last few years, I've gone through the freaking ringer with tests and with building myself up and building up my sense of self-esteem and self-worth. I was at a really low place, like in college, post-college, I really did not have a high sense of self-esteem. And I got to say, I've been putting in the fucking work and it has grown a lot. And I'm really proud of myself. So being able to see it from this lens and taking action from that place is empowering, it's exciting, it's nerve-wracking, it's exhilarating. Um, but I don't know, like we'll just we'll see what happens. And I guess you guys will see with me because we're now <laughs> we are now on this journey together, whether you like it or not. So yeah. Anyway, we'll see. I will keep you guys updated. Um, I think that was a pretty, pretty well-rounded episode. I hope you I hope you learned something from this or at least see your struggles and triggers in some different kind of light and can see it as I'm getting so fucking close to my manifestation. I just need to buckle down on myself, work on myself and know that it is coming through. It's going to come to you in divine timing. And I'm here rooting you on, supporting you and believing you, believing in you the entire way through. So Thank you so much. If you got to the end of the episode, thank you so much for being here. I love you and I appreciate you so much. And I'm so grateful for you. And I will see you next week. Bye.